Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 35 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. On this week's podcast, we're going to look ahead to the big feature of the year below in Scorty on Monday night. And that, of course, is the final of the future champion and Michael Fortune Memorial on race stake. It's been another fabulous competition this year at the Enniscorthy track. We'll catch up with all the finalists on, on this week's podcast. We'll also hear from Ian Fortune, who has been um, writing about the competition on Talking Dogs um, in recent weeks. We'll get his thoughts on the big final and we'll also catch up with the chairperson of the Wexford Goba, which is Eilish McCann and um, we will have a great chat about the Enniscarty track and all things Enniscarty. So a lot to look forward to once again this week on the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. In trap one we have Stefan's Rocket for Shea Campbell and we're going to say hello to Shea now. Welcome to the podcast Shea and congratulations on getting to the final. Hi boy. Yes, all good. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, just I suppose firstly tell us a small bit about um, Stefan's Rocket and uh, how you came about this uh, very exciting ground. Oh yeah, he's a lovely he's a lovely dog boy. Um well, he came through just a, a good friend of mine uh, who's who's done a few pups, schooled a few pups for me. Uh, just basically let me know that, you know, over time that he had a dog, weren't really chatting about buying a dog at that stage, sort of had enough pups on the ground and um, a few nice pups come through Pat Buckley there, um, um, smashers and, and stuff, and uh, droopy smasher pups and that I had on the ground so I wasn't really thinking about a dog and I just was chatting to my good friend Eamon O'Riordan and, and Paul O'Riordan and uh, ah, they were chatting about this dog trailing um, and we we just we just then one day I said I'll just buy myself a good dog for racing now something that's doing the clocks and I brought him to Shelbourne just shortly after I had got him and uh, I'd, he'd, done a, he'd done a mammoth run and I thought well I'll maybe try one of these on races. Um, sort of didn't really ha- have stuff over the years to go down and, and take these guys on, but uh, I thought, well, we'll join in and see what happens, you know. So I went down for a couple of trials, and um, it, he run well. He run, he run well, and we just went from there. But yeah, I'd got him off him and, and Paul O'Riordan, and uh, they just uh, told me he was a, they had a nice pup, and we chatted back and forward over the weeks and then I think he went into Tralee and done a nice sprint when the track was very slow um, to be honest I had sort of bought the dog on, on his word hadn't seen the dog um, it was Brian Jones actually had, had advised me um, had got me in touch with this guy way back and we've become good friends from then but uh, yeah he's, he's turned out a good dog and um, yeah, he's still a few questions answered yet but he's going the right road yeah, he sure has. And you must be delighted with the way he has progressed through the competition because he's improved with um, each run and he really um, stole the show um, on, on Monday night. It was a brilliant performance turning over um, JT Wexford and, uh, you know, he really found his uh, trapping boots and uh, putting on a marvellous display, 28-88 on the clock, which is always um, an outstanding run around the tough Enniscorthy track. Yeah, yeah. Well, well listen, we... We knew it was going to take something like that. We had a few wee things to work on and stuff. Um, we had to get him um, twisted out a few times and stuff. Uh, you know, which we got done. And uh, look, 
it benefited the dog big time. Um, we thought he'd be a better dog for it, and uh, look, he broke a wee bit smarter this week, thankfully. But we had a wee, wee bit of work and just ease off on him a bit. He had a rough ride the first night, and to be fair, like I think he was feeling the effects of that. You know, even the second night he was stone last out again. Um, but running up through them and running well, um, he had took a fair pattern um, right the way through the competition. But we freshened him right up and uh, just gave him a very easy week and and uh, a bit more on his bed and stuff and took the galloping off him and, and it seemed to work, you know, just freshen him up a bit like so. Yeah, he run he run well, but in all respect to the dog that he beat, he's a smashing dog and uh, it's nice just to be running against them type type of dogs. Yes, beating them is fantastic, but. Uh, yeah, he got first run on him and um, he run well but uh, next week would be the time to do that yeah exactly and look heading into the final I'm sure you must be thrilled with the trap one draw um, yeah they, they tell me that it's a it's a tricky box down there um, I think the dog's mad for the inside as we can see you know he seems to when he gets on to that he seems to be happier um, but yeah it's, it's, it's a good draw and look obviously um, Paul and Susan's dog, the Hennessy's look looks the dog to beat with all respect of the other dogs in it, but I think the all five of us will be trying to get in front of him. But um yeah, it's a good final all round, but uh, I'm sort of delighted that I'm in the inside of them, yes, because it, it looks a, a good field of dogs and if you go up there and show a bit early maybe maybe slip around the inside. So yeah, it, it's a good draw, we're happy with it, but just more delighted um to be there. Um you seen my son's face last night um, ends up very emotional when you look at him getting into a final and all he could talk about was going down the road boy was just could we get into this final daddy you know so the dream the dream is still alive Ah that's outstanding sounds like um, a very exciting time at the moment and uh, just finally I suppose uh, before we finish up just tell our, tell our listeners of the podcast maybe a small bit about yourself I know you told me earlier based in Armea but um, just tell us a bit more um, yeah, yeah, we, we sort of we're in Armagh town here with um, a business in car sales here, uh, Campbell Trade Sales and, and the cars. Um, yeah, we have um, the kids that's very much into the game. Um, a lot of people would know Robbie and Stefan um, from from going to the dogs in Dublin. Funny Robbie just at the minute every night I'm going. Daddy, can I get back into the dogs? And I'm going to go tonight. And then when you tell him he can't get in, that's just one of these things with COVID at the minute unfortunately but um, he's took a back seat on it but listen Stefan still went through thick anyway and, and, and kept going um, but it's fantastic and Faye's little bitch runs in Shelbourne tonight so she'll be cheering it on from home you know but yeah it's, it's that's where we're in Armagh and where our local track will be Drumbo and Dundalk um, unfortunately Drumbo's closed them and a great track it is but then will be our local tracks yeah, brilliant stuff, Shay. Look, it was really um, interesting speaking to you um, today on the podcast. Hopefully we'll catch up with you again in the future and uh, we're wishing yourself and the family all the best with um, Stefan's Rocket in the big final. Yeah, I would like to wish everybody in, in the final the very best of luck and uh, listen, may everybody get round safe and sound and uh, the best of luck to them all. Seamus Whelan is a man with two dogs in the feature final um, in Enniscarty and uh, we're going to say hello to Seamus. Seamus, how are you keeping? I'll keep well. That's great, and you must be delighted to have two dogs um, in the final. Sure, yeah, yeah. And in terms of Pierce's Town Park, he was a winner on Monday night. He um, put on a de- determined effort to win in twenty nine thirty three. He did, indeed. Yeah, he was an outsider. He was an outsider in the race. 
and you were happy with his performance I would imagine Oh very happy yeah and then moving on to the other semi-final Pierce's Town Fly um, qualified in third but he ran a great race as well from, from trap number 6 he's your brother they're very promising greyhounds oh, they're promising pups yeah and the competition has a, a great history of course it's the future champion Michael Fortune Memorial Stake it's a, a big stake in Enniscorthy down through the years that's the biggest stake yeah in Enniscorthy yeah sort of around 6,000 or something like that and just tell us a bit about your own background. You're you're involved in the sport a long time now, Seamus. Oh yeah, I've since I was sixty. I'm around eighty-five now. So you you've had some great years in the sport. Had some good years, yeah. Won the I won the World Cup. Wow. I won the the Masters in Waterford. I won the Novice in Dublin. I had some good. They're 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 big big events, and I suppose the yeah. the Pierce's Town prefix is a, a very familiar prefix at this stage. Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, and mighty stuff. And just in terms of the Enniscorthy track itself, I suppose it's a very tough running circuit. So if you produce a run there, you're you have a good dog. Yeah, that's it's a very heavy track. It's up a hill coming home, like you know. You want a good standout to, to win it. Yeah, and look, I know I was talking to you earlier um, today and we, we were saying how important Enniscorthy track is to the, the people of the local area and, 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 and beyond. Oh, sure, it's very important, yeah. Without the children, there'd be no greyhound breeding or racing down around this area. Like, you have Waterford, it's there, Chichenny. Enniscorthy Enniscorthy is the local one here Yeah and I would imagine you're looking forward to the final so look as I said it's fantastic to have two in it Well sure that's it you look forward to it now yeah you sure do and I would imagine I suppose greyhounds and greyhound racing during these very difficult times over the recent years Seamus have been keeping you going Oh yeah I've been very lucky I had some good row bitches right and uh, been throwing some good dogs so I'm very lucky I was able to keep going very good well Seamus look it was fantastic to speak to you on the podcast um, this week and we're wishing you the very best of luck with both Greyhounds in the final thanks for talking to us thank you in trap three we have JT Wexford who's trained for, by Paul Hennessy uh, for John Turner and we're going to say hello to Paul Hennessy now who kindly joined us on the podcast how are you, Barry? How are you keeping? Very well, Paul. Before we talk about um, JT Wexford, we have to talk about Heaven Help Us. What a fantastic um, fairy tale success at Cheltenham. We've been watching all the, the various interviews and I'm sure you're, you're still on cloud nine. Actually, it was wonderful, Barry. It was kind of a dream come true or even more than a dream. It wasn't even a dream. It was just, uh, you know, looking back at it, it was just a, a wonderful experience, the whole thing. Um, it was just something that we, we, you wouldn't dare to dream that it would happen to us. And, um, you know, she's wonderful. And she ran brilliantly on the day. And Richie Condon gave her a great ride. Everything worked out in our favour on the day. And it was just a lifetime experience that hopefully we'll never forget. Yeah, and in fairness, the, the Greyhound people all over the country, not just here in Ireland, but, you know, the UK and further afield, um, there was a, a lot of happy people after the success. It was just wonderful. 
Yeah, it was. It gave a lot of people a lift. Even people who were talking to a neighbour this morning that would only have a passing interest in racing, but because of the COVID, he was sitting at home with very little to do and happened to be watching the racing. And then when he saw a local winning, sort of gave him a boost. And it, it, it was lovely that way. The Greyhound people all got behind her and they got a great kick over. And that makes it, if you can enjoy or share an enjoyable experience, it makes it all the more enjoyable. It sure does, and I think that's what makes the, the sport so great. But uh, we're going to concentrate on JT Wexford now, um, Paul. He's a greyhound that has been posting some really um, special performances down in Inniscarty. And, uh, you know, when you do a run down in Inniscarty, you'll do one anywhere. Yeah, no, it's a great track for us. It has been over the years, kind of a lucky hunting ground. Um, it's our neighbouring track. So that as well. But no, it has been thrown up some wonderful greyhounds over the years. We bought JT Judge and JT Jet out of just as two to come to mind. There's plenty more and there's Tyrell Paddy with a very fast dog. But it has thrown up numerous other fast dogs, Rupees Roddick and all those great dogs over the years. But um, this dog is a nice dog. We had intended going to three with him, but then the Wexford stake was advertised near us. And then because of his name, John Turner like said to me, if we came across a nice pup, that was coming through that we felt was going to be a nice dog he'd like to um, link Michael Fortune the memory of Michael Fortune God be good to Michael to the dog and hence the name JT Wexford that's where Michael is from and it's wonderful Michael wonderful man we miss him dearly great personal friend of ours and um, it's lovely to be training a dog that's named in his memory because Michael and his father he often told me stories about going to Enniscarty over the years and all the racing that they did and it's it's lovely and now it's even better that the dog looks like we thought he was a nice pup all along but once he has started this competition he's after raising his game another bit and even last night though he got beat I was even more impressed with him because he got nudged off the first bend he got closed off at the third bend but he never gave up he kept coming and kept coming he just barely failed by a half a length and he went to the pick up two lengths clear so he has another kind of um added a bit to his armoury if you like last night you know it's, it's okay for pups to hop out in front and go ahead and, and make the rest of their way home but this guy last night didn't get things his own way and it still didn't put him off he kept trying as I say and that's wonderful to see yeah it sure is that's what I was going to say uh, he showed you know phenomenal pace once again in behind um, last night and uh, you know it was another top notch performance and, and looking ahead to the final um, Paul I'm sure you're happy with the draw on trap number 3 uh, it's tricky enough now, Barry, because the two dog has splits, 320 splits, and is inclined to come out off the fence. And the one dog was a good split last night. He's 80 pounds weight, and he, you know, he, what would you call, matched us to the bend last night. So it's not that simple. It's a tricky draw. Now, look, at, initially I was delighted with it, but when you study it, I said, as I say, the two dog has excellent splits as well, and is inclined to move to the middle. So... It could end up being tricky, Barry, but look, a good start would probably be a big help, and that's what we can hope for. Um, I'm happy with the dog. The fact that he showed last night that he's able to take it a, a little bit rougher and get on with it is, is a massive help to us because, as I say, you won't always get your own way going to the first bend and, and around it. But um, no, look, at he's a good pup and he's improving the whole time, so you'd have to be pleased with him and we'll hope for the best. Yeah, and I suppose whatever happens um, next Monday night, he's obviously a greyhound, um, young August puppy with a bright future. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Like he, he's, you know, he has shown up to be a nice dog. We've had a couple of others out of her. The mother is JT China, and um, you know, she's had, we've had JT Tornado and JT Hornet out of her. But this dog, like I mean, could potentially be the best of them, you know. And those other two dogs were fair dogs as well. But this guy, 
um, he's more straightforward I think you know I was very impressed with him last night even though he didn't win Brilliant stuff Paul and uh, finally um, I would imagine you're kept uh, extremely busy at home yeah, yeah, no, we're happy out now. We have the Guinness Six, or what used to be the Guinness Six Hundred, starting this weekend as well in Shelburne, and we've two or three for that, including Beach Avenue, who was second in the Easter Cup. Um, he'd probably head the team with one or two more that will go along with him. And um, no, happy out now. As I say, we're content with what we have, especially in the present circumstances, and um, we look forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, we look forward to following your progress, Paul. Um, you've given us some great nights um, down through the years and uh, still doing it. So um, fantastic stuff all together. It's a pleasure to speak to you on the podcast this week and the very best of luck with um, JT Wexford in the feature final. Thank you, Barry. God bless you. Thanks a million. We have Cooladerry Wings, who is owned and trained by Cora Doyle. Eamon Moore is representing the kennel um, on the podcast. So we're going to say hello to you, Eamon, and, Eamon, and thanks a million for joining us. No bother, no bother. I was just saying um, off air there too, yeah, Eamon, I didn't realise I, I was speaking to a hurling legend um, er, earlier on there with um, Seamus Whelan. That's right, he's famous hurler down our way, popular man, very popular man, all GA people like him, you know, he's very popular in the dogs as well, in fairness, so he's been him all his life. Very good, and you played a bit of sport yourself? I did, I played a bit for Wexford on and off there, when I was junior, all other in middle, I played a few senior games with him on and off, and enjoyed it when I did, but my time came up. <laughs> yeah, nice one, nice one. So it, it's all about the dogs now, and just tell us a bit about um, Cooladerry Wings, and uh, how you came about this uh, promising young greyhound. Uh, to be fair, I, I was sort of, we ever started looking for another dog at the time, we just hadn't many numbers at the time, so we were waiting on a few saplings coming in, so we just spotted her on the internet actually. And uh, a man, Sean Meany is his name, I rang him about it and he was a very decent fella. I found him very easy to deal with and straightforward. And I, I just uh, bought the bitch off him anyway and I we made the deal and I went up and collected her there one morning, one Saturday morning and he wished me the best with her and she turned out. She was very young when he bought her and very green, to be honest, very green. So I, I thought she was too young. We some her decided she was too young. We just left her out for two months and we only started her and... She kept the hand in nicely and she 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 ha- wouldn't have very little done, to be honest. Now, very green with other dogs because we'd not to school her with. So we said we'd run her in the stake there. It's a good stake every year. And we said we'd just take our chance or be a start to get her going and she's improved every run. And she's doing, you couldn't ask any more of her. She's learning all along, but she's missing her break because she's very puppy. But sure, she'll only get better as time goes on like, and the hope for the best with her, she, you know. Yeah, I just actually noticed that she um, qualified around my local track here in Yall and uh, I think my uncle might be kicking himself now to hear that she was up and dead for stale because he actually bought two um, very promising pups off um, uh, Sean Meany there or, or during the lockdown. One has won recently, so we might have missed the boat there, Seamus. Yeah, sure. That, that's the way. I, actually, he had another comrade he asked me about it and at the time I didn't want I had a few chapters coming in later on so I didn't. we couldn't block up the kennels like we made room for them, so... Unfortunately, he had another bitch and he, he sold her on there and I believe she's going very well as well now. So one report that she's going very, very well in England there. She's won a few trials. It looks like a promising leader so far anyway, you know. Yeah, very good. And look, as you said, look, she's been missing the kick but she's been clocking some impressive times around um, in Escarty and one would imagine when she puts it all together she's capable of a real smashing performance. Well, to be fair now, that's what I'd be looking to and uh, you know, it's coming, the day will come that she is going to do a big run. She has done a, a very good trial for me, unofficial, an excellent trial. And it's just a matter of getting her everything together now. And it looks like she can stay as well. She's flying home like her. 
for she, you know, she's only in September the twentieth. She's very young, like she's a lot to learn, but she's definitely going the right way. And if she keep improving, like she she could be anything, you know. Exactly, and just in terms of the final looking ahead to it, it's always a big feature below um, in the Enniscorthy track. Great to be part of it, I'm sure. And uh, just tell us how how you think the draw uh, will go. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, now I suppose if I had my choice, I, I think she's an out and out railer. But saying that, I, I'm hoping that she she trap well out of four, like it's a good box four in any tra- track now over the last couple of years. So just hoping for a bit of luck on the night, sure, and as long as she come off sound, and there'll be a big future with her. And, there's a few good early pace in the race. There's no question about that. Like, you know, you have to have a bit of luck in finals, but they're all capable of winning it. You know, the JT dog was very fast. There's no question about that. Like, but, you know, if you miss it on the night and something else leaves, the final, finals can be won by anyone. It's been proven so many times, you know. So every one of them is capable of winning it. In my opinion, it's all on the night. Whoever gets a bit of luck on the track and take their chance that's all you know that's exactly it and uh, just before we finish up just tell us a bit about the Enniscorthy track is it a track you, you use a lot it would be uh, over all the years of all around Enniscorthy I do like it it's a tough circuit now you have to have a strong dog in it there's no question about it Like, but I have to say and be honest now that the track has been looked after immensely very very well over the last couple of years now you could go up there like trial and that's very safe and they're, they're definitely working hard on it they're putting in a big effort up there and I keep things going. It's not easy nowadays, but they're definitely putting their hand, they're everyone behind the wheel and they're pushing on and doing their best they can with it. Uh, fair, you know, fair play. Hopefully it'll be supportive, you know, if this thing get over and get people back, the numbers back inside the gates and it's a, it's a well run and, you know, everyone is working for it. So please God, everything you pick up and we push on with it, you know. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, always uh, look forward to this a great event and uh, looking forward to the final once again, Eamon. And uh, best best of luck to yourselves in the feature final and uh, the Greyhound will be following closely going forward. Yes, and lovely. Thanks very much for your time and I'll be speaking in the near future, hopefully in another event. Please go ahead. <laughs> Thanks a million. In trap number five in the feature final, we have Sons of Sons, who is owned and trained by Joe Devlin. So we'll say hello to Joe and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Barry. How are you? Great to speak to you, Joe. I've been speaking to some really interesting people um, on the podcast. Always great to catch up with um, all the great Greyhound people we have all over the country. And uh, I would imagine you're delighted to get to this uh, feature final with Sons of Sons. Oh, it's great to get any final. I tell you now, especially the big one in Enniscardi, like, you know, it's the biggest public stake of the year, like. It sure is, and um, you know it has a, a great reputation of producing um, great greyhounds. And just tell us a bit about this um, really smart um, early pace greyhound. Uh, I bred him myself. Uh, a bitch called uh, Hey Delilah, and uh, which I bred myself originally. And uh, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Martin Lanny uh, had the dog over to run the cast for a break. And uh, they took straws of him, and uh, I bought a straw at the time. He was over for a break for the English Derby. He had one the previous year. And so I sent the bitch to Brian Jones and he surgical implant. And in uh, the results, he had four pups, and he's one of them, you know, which are not, they're not too bad to hold out, really. Yeah, and he's ran really well in the competition. I suppose you'll get that, maybe that extra bit of satisfaction out of uh, breeding and, and rearing the greyhound as well yourself. Yeah, it's great to see you then product like end up, you know, but uh, he seems to have a nice bit of early foot, you know. And uh he's he'll improve, you know, he's very unlucky to last night now, you know. It's sure that's the way things go, like, you know. Yeah, and would in the be a track you'd normally use, Joe? 
Yeah, that's my local track. I've been going there for a number of years now. You know, very tough track. But it's very tough on a greyhound, like you know what I mean. Like it's winning, certainly you've been on any track in Ireland. Yeah, and just tell us maybe um, a bit more about yourself within the sport. Have you been in it uh, for a long time? Uh, mostly all my life, you know what I mean? Just a few old course and dogs years ago, you know, just put a course and up and down and then check in, you know, in and out of the sport. But the last number of years, I was fairly strong into it, you know. Yeah, and I suppose a dog of, of this caliper um, certainly keeps you excited within the sport. It's easier to get up in the morning and walk on when you have something on the lead, you know. Yeah, that's exactly it. And looking ahead to the final next Monday night, Joe, um, Sons of Sons will run from trap number five. Are you happy with that? Yeah, I think five is uh, him. You know, he's, a, he's a dog, he's very versatile, you know what I mean? He's, he's a very brainy dog, like, you know. Like he could move in a step or two, but there's six very good dogs in it, you know. And he could flash out there a minute you know yeah sure is it a high class final to say the least and I would imagine you'd be hoping your fella can win the early battle for the lead and uh, see what'll happen after that like if it's people to the front there you know you would know what'll happen you know we're all trying our best you know yeah exactly well look we're wishing you the very best of luck in that feature final and just before we finish up Joe would you would you have many at home at the moment I've uh Four there at the moment, and I have a bitch in pups at Pistana, and I have a few pups down the country as well, you know, sitting around. Yeah, P- Pistana is, um, I would imagine, certainly uh, proving a very um, popular pud- stud dog at the moment. He was a, a great watch um, over his short racing career. He was a very fast dog, you know, and I thought that he shot a few pups to stand now. Yeah, I hope so. I've seen some wonderful pictures of, of young pups Sam, from Pistana in recent days. So, um, Joe, I hope you'll be lucky with them and I hope you'll be lucky with Sons of Sons um, next Monday night. And I suppose um, whatever will happen, he's a greyhound that has a nice future. Thanks very much, Barry. And I hope so, yeah. Yeah, best of luck going forward, Joe. Thanks a million for joining us in the podcast. And thank you, Barry. Ian Fortune is the man that has been covering the future champion and Michael Fortune Memorial Unraced competition on Talking Dogs over the last couple of weeks. We're going to say hello to Ian now, and I'm sure he has been impressed by the standard of competition. Yeah, it's great, Barry. It's been it's been a cracking competition. Um, you know, obviously, it's, it's named after me, my late father, and I think he would have got a real kick out of us, you know, especially when you consider the the names that are there, you know, four Wexford trained greyhounds and, you know, Paul Hennessy with the hound who was a great pal of my father's and, you know, Stephen's Rock is nearly the outlier, you know, being the northern trained runner, but you know, they, it's a cracking final, there's no question about it. It sure is and your your late father, of course, would have always looked forward to all these um, big unraced competitions. Yeah, very much so, but but also an escorting, you know, you know, they could have asked that Anywhere, anyone from Enniscorthy could have asked that to do anything and he'd have, he'd have jumped you know and to, the fact that Seamus Shanks Whelan has two runners in the final would have given him a real thrill you know like I remember you know Shanks had arrived into Shelton Park and my father had nearly swooned you know this is a man who he would have watched winning in Ireland with Wexford back in the 60s and, and then you see you know Cora Doyle and Joe Devlin two Wexford candlers and you know Paul Hennessy as I said a great a great um a great friend of dad's of course and, and the, the fact that it's you know JT Wexford is named after that also is you know, added bonus and uh, 
of course, John Turner from Sarancester, and my father spent many a good time in Sarancester, you know, for all the various Cheltenham festivals over the years. So a lot of links to my father, and uh, yeah, it's, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It should be a great final. I'm actually going down to commentate for them, so really looking forward to it. Oh, that's fantastic, Ian. It's going to be a special occasion, I suppose. Obviously, look, it's a pity that we can't have a, a full house in Enniscarty, but look, we'll, we'll be all certainly um, tuning in and just looking ahead to the final. Um, it's a fantastic lineup, and you know, um, they're, they're, it'll take a bit of winning. It sure will. You know, prior to prior to Monday night's action, you just said, well, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be JT Wexford. But the other night, he, he found one. You know, Stephens Rocket is a very talented young greyhound, a lot of early speed, out of Sylvie's Chloe, who was a, a talented tracker across the water. Um, she bred by Eamon O'Reardon, actually, who we bought one of our very best greyhounds off over the years. And Yaman, as he's known uh, to his friends, uh, is a good man with a dog. And, and he, he, he bred and reared this one, Stephens Rocket. Looks a real threat to JT Wexford. Listen, there's no question JT Wexford probably has the gears of him. But you saw the other night, he went to challenge him on two different occasions, couldn't get around or couldn't get up the inside. And kept going you know, Stefan's rocket up front and he, he's, he's by no means a back marker nor two are the remaining four challengers each and each of them have shown their their own plenty of promise Sons of Sons in particular has, has shown real early speed in his previous outings he was a bit unlucky the other night he looked certain to go round clear and got done on the corner showed great patience in the third bend again got stopped and you know did well to even cling on for third spot he's a nice dog and the cooler dairy dog will be flying home and you can be absolutely certain that the two uh, runners for Shanks Whelan will be there in prime condition he can do a dog and air down Rena their dam uh, always produces a bit of pace so it's a great little final I'm really looking forward to it and I, I dare say if JT Wexford hits the front Paul Hennessy might just let Aurora go on Wexford down the back which, which uh, for anyone that knows Paul an absolute died in the world Kilkenny man might just might just uh, make him blush a bit yeah very good and I suppose uh, no matter what will happen in the feature final next Monday Monday night we'll be seeing a lot more about these uh, six finalists going forward very much so. You know, a couple will be. Uh, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple ended up across the water. Sons, Sons dog is real good early speed. Joe Devlin's dog. He just looks the type of dog that would be suited to few the tracks across there. JT Wexford's going to be a star. No question about that. Stephens Rocket is a is a real nice dog. He's lovely early early speed. And who knows where the rest? You know, the Kula Dairy um, bitch could really turn to a nice stayer in the future. She's one to keep an eye on. Brilliant stuff, and and just in terms of uh, greyhound racing um, as a whole at the moment, um, Ian Talking Dogs TV um, got underway last Saturday night, and uh, you know it was a, a fantastic night of race, and I'm sure you must be delighted with the way it went, and especially the reaction it has got um, all over social media. Yeah, it's, to be honest, when you're so involved, it's hard to even know how it went, and you know obviously it's a live program, so I haven't had a chance to look back at it. And, I'm hoping it went okay from from a viewing point of view, but the the feedback has been great. And you know, it, it, there seems to be a real pep in the step of a lot of people involved in the game at the moment. It's like we're looking at an unbelievable crop of greyhounds around, both male and female. And you know, the fact that things like Talking Dogs TV and your podcast and you know, the Talking Dogs on the Monday and you know, Rory covering the the youngsters on the weekend, like it, there's lots happening in the game that 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 we should be celebrating. And uh, long may it continue. Yeah, that's for sure, Ian. Well, look, it's always uh, fantastic to catch up with you. We're looking forward to the, the big final, the future champion, Michael Fortune Memorial on Race Take below in Enniscarty um, next Monday night. And we've a lot to look forward to as well over the course of the weekend. It was great to speak to you on this week's podcast. Thanks, Barry. We're going to welcome Eilish McCann now to the podcast. I'm sure she's very much looking forward to the big final uh, below in Enniscarty, which is always one of the, the features of the year, the future champion and Michael Fortune Memorial on Race Day final. So we'll say hello to you, uh, Eilish, and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hello, Barry. 
thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to speak on behalf of Enniscorsi Track. Yeah, uh, you're the chairperson, of course, of the Wexford GOBA. Yes, that's correct. And just, I suppose, firstly, give us a small bit of background on the um, Enniscorsi Track to people that mightn't be familiar what is uh, a great track. Fair enough, Barry. Well, Enniscorsi officially started racing on the 3rd of August, 1933. So... Uh, a few local families got together, I suppose, and decided to do something about uh, racing the greyhounds that were being bred in the County Wexford area, mainly, I suppose, around Enniscorthy at that time. And the four notable families were Dennis O'Brien, uh, James McRae, William Stamp and Tim Larkin. Now, uh, they would have had a huge family connection down the years. And as it turns out, uh, those names are more or less still familiar, maybe not so much Dennis O'Brien, but certainly the McRae's, the Stamps, uh, Tim Larkin through Mary Nolan would have all had a huge involvement all down along the years. And just one point of note that I'd like to make, it's quite significant, I think. Women have played a huge role in the running and the promotion of Enniscorthy track. Dennis O'Brien's uh, granddaughter, I think she would be Barbara Tehan. She actually would have been involved, Mary Larkin Nolan, through her father, Tim Larkin, and Kay Prendergast, who was Dinny O'Brien's daughter. Uh, she was a director and actually the first official female timekeeper in the country. Now, as well as that too, uh, today, Bridget Whelan is the racing manager. Samantha Sherlock is our very friendly office administrator. And GOBA, our own County Wexford Greyhound Owners and Breeders Association, Mike Stafford, Margaret from Ballymitty is the treasurer, Helen Morris is the secretary, and I'm the chair. So as you can see there, there has been quite a consistent role of uh, women who were very involved and really wished the track to prosper and I can certainly name out several women there now who are very very successful with their greyhounds and the one I certainly would mention most would be Kathleen Stamp who celebrated a quite significant birthday back along I think the 2nd of February so from 90 years back down along and up along women have always been involved and were always welcomed and there certainly would be no gender bias or anything like that in my lifetime's experience in Greyhounds. That, that's fantastic. Um, great to see so many great women involved. And we've we've heard some wonderful stories, I suppose, of Kathleen Stamp in recent years. I know she was awarded um, at the awards a couple of years ago as well. Was. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and just in terms of the um, Enniscorthy track itself, um, Eilish, I, look, I suppose like any other track, um, as, as you've kind of stated there, there's some wonderful people that are working so hard for the track. Oh, undoubtedly. Absolutely, yeah. There is an executive committee there now. Uh, there would be the members of the track itself, Bridget and so on, and the GOBA, and we all work hand in glove to promote Enniscorthy and to keep racing because about 18 months ago it certainly did not look rosy or healthy but it's only through very determined liaison with the IGB which is now RCE that we are actually at the point of running the final of the Michael Fortune Memorial and the future champion 
it definitely did not look a possibility even a year ago, you might say. So thankfully, I think we have turned the corner. Uh, COVID would not be helping the situation, not no more than any other sport, whether it be point-to-pointing, GA or golf or you name it. We all have to stick by the rules of the land for the moment until people are safe. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose, look, you, you, people that um, are working so hard below in Escarty, they're also promoting our, our great sport. And, uh, you know, we've got so many great people involved all over the country. And um, it's, it's great to see everyone pulling together at the moment. Yes, it certainly is. And uh, other years, we would have welcomed trainers from all over the country. Shane Dowling would have travelled up from Tralee. Uh, Pat Buckley always supported us came from Cap of White in Tipperary. They're just two to mention. Uh, and Escorthy is lucky in one sense. We have a cohort of supporters. They're from Wicklow, Carlow, Kilkenny, uh, South Tipperary, Dublin. You name it. You know, people will travel, especially when there's money on offer for good stakes. And another very important feature about Enniscorthy is every six weeks or so, a really good on-race stake is run off. And there's never a shortage of supporters and there's never a shortage of pups. And Enniscorthy is definitely a good track to start off your pups. People watch it. They watch the form. And I know there have been some very big sales this time round. And there are a few greyhounds for the notebook to anybody who follows form and greyhounds might stay in the country. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, it yeah. certainly has a, a big reputation of producing um, some great greyhounds o- over oh, um, the years and uh, long may that last. And just in terms of the, the future champion, Michael Fortune Memorial on Race um, Stake, he must be delighted with the way the event has gone and some really talented greyhounds in the final. Oh, I think so. I absolutely do. Now, I unfortunately, I can't attend. I just don't have dogs racing at this minute. So I'm watching on the laptop but I think that it is an intriguing final. I really do. Uh, Shay Campbell travels from Armagh with his greyhound. Uh, Paul Hennessy has John Turner's dog, which would have been, I suppose, the hot pot there now, but was beaten Monday night. But then, pups are pups. They're all only finding their feet. Uh, Seamus, the famous Shanks Whelan, has two. Cora Doyle has one greyhound being trained by Eamon Moore. Uh, I actually think that, that greyhound ran a blinder in its semi-final. And Joe Devlin from Wexford, Joe is represented and he certainly has had a future champion that he will never forget. Yeah, it has the makings of a, a wonderful final, um, Eilish. And just in terms of yourself, you sound like a really um, passionate greyhound woman. Where did the love for the sport come from? Uh, well, I was born into greyhounds Barry, so really and truly, uh, I suppose it's in me and that's all there's to it. Um, my mother's people, they were Redmond's in Gorey. And my father was Dinny Byrne. He was from Ramsford Park originally. And uh, apparently now, this is the line that we were told. Uh, my mother and her sisters were walking their greyhounds up in Ramsford Woods. And daddy was out with a cocker spaniel. And he barked and my mother's dogs pulled her down. And he went and he rescued her. So that started us off. Uh, now, I really don't know whether that's the truth or not, but that's what we were told. Yeah, that's quite, quite a story. And you've enjoyed some great success yourself over the years? 
Oh, yeah, the dogs would have been very good to me, definitely. Uh, I had a very good race beach. I went off and I spent £200 once upon a time up in Boris in County Carlow and uh, bought a lovely little blue beach. And she won 14 races for me on four different tracks and she produced the winner of the Irish Derby Climate Control. And he actually won the Constellation final the year before that. That was 2002. And he won the final itself in 03. Whoa, that's unbelievable. Yeah, and his sister, my oldest daughter, Andrea, owned her Ballinclare Lock. She won the Southern Oaks in Yall that same year. That, that's They're good. a line that has been very, very good to me over the years. But then... Greyhound racing has its ups and it has its downs and you will definitely have losses. There's yeah, no doubt about that. that. That's for sure. So you have to have the losses to appreciate the good nights. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, you sure do. And uh, well, I suppose we, we'll finish up by um, saying, I suppose, Moilish, um, what's what your hopes for Enniscorthy going forward? Oh, I hope that Enniscorthy flourishes and I can't see a reason why it wouldn't once COVID is lifted. And the main reason being Apart from all the good people who work so hard on the various committees, I think that there's a cohort of young supporters and they are so enthusiastic. It would, it would actually lift the Titanic. You know, there are, there's Sam and there are two Phillips and there's two Connors and Pawdy and several of those young fellas there and they absolutely love their greyhounds and it rises the whole place, you know, when they have a dog running and the dog runs well and they're always there to lend a hand. We also have Ireland's fittest family. Conor Mahoney would be a very keen greyhound follower. Another very mannerly, nice chap would give anybody a hand that needs it there. And I think once you have the young people coming along like that, I think the future is secure, provided that there is a future. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, well, the, young, the young people are certainly the, the future of our sport and great to see uh, so many young people involved with Enniscarty. We're very much looking forward to the, the final on, on Monday night, Eilish. Yeah, and please God, all greyhounds will run safely and their drivers get home safely. That's the main thing. Yeah, it sure is. Look, it was fantastic um, speaking to you on the podcast. We appreciate you coming on um, to talk about the Enniscarty track and uh, we're wishing you all the success in the world going forward. Thank you very much, Barry. It has been a pleasure. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.